This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hour three of the show, bottom of the hour, will replay Josh Booty's conversation with Bobby Bear and Christian Garrick on Sports Talk, Talk and LSU and everything college football. Really good conversation I thought deserves a spot in our show. So we'll play that for you. Our Blue Runner Gumbo opinion poll at WWL.com. When is it not too early to describe a player as a bust? Anywhere from one year to five or more years we have as votes for you up there, possible choices for you in that poll. And I would say more. I'm somebody who likes as long as possible to evaluate guys on the professional level. So I'd say, you know, five plus years, but two years seems to be the most frequent response so far on our poll. First up this hour, though, we got to talk some high school football with my friend and co-host at times on the All-State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup and current assistant coach for Shaw, Lou Valden. Lou, coach, how you doing, man? Great, Seth. Thanks for having me on. Uh, you bet. Since, gosh, uh, Jamborees this week, coach, and then the real stuff starts next week. <laughs> it always comes by so fast, doesn't it? Yeah, it seems like you're never ready, um, especially this year, you know, with the changes in the, um, the timing rules. You know, we um, I spent a lot of time talking to officials. We had a scrimmage last week. We had a three-way scrimmage with uh, Lakeshore and Mandeville. Both of those teams, very, very good football teams. Well-coached. Mandeville's gigantic. Um, but I spent more time uh, talking to the officials about the 42nd clock than it did coaching my players. <laughs> and I know you and I have texted back and forth a couple of times about that. Uh, explain to everybody the differences in those clock rules at high school football in Louisiana this year. Well, if you're familiar with the NFL time and, and the college time and the 42nd clock where the second of play ends, that 42nd clock play clock kicks off. Um. That's what's came. That's what's come down to high school football. But the biggest difference is we're still playing twelve minute quarters. So, uh, you know, Seth, y'all may have Louis Cook on by about eight fifteen next year. <laughs> no, no doubt about it. And previously, for anybody that doesn't uh, follow high school football very much, it was the old twenty five seconds clock will stop on first downs uh, I would assume like you alluded to there coach that these are going to make every game go by a heck of a lot quicker yep I mean uh well before it was the ref even if the ball was if the guy was tackled inbounds that placed the ball the ref would line up he'd blow the ready to play and the 25 second second starts the second the play is over and there's no ready to play whistle so you don't have to wait for the ready-to-play whistle. Once the referees walk away from the ball, you can, get, you can snap it and go. So, you know, we've looked at everything we can. Lord knows we need to take advantage of everything we can get. <laughs> uh, it's sharp. So we've looked at, um, you know, up-tempo offense. Um, I mean, the guys we got on the chain crew, they hurry up and get the chain crew down. We talked about ball boys getting the ball in and out. 
We've talked to our players about, look, you make a play, hand the ball to the official, you miss a pass out of the end zone, run and get it, give it to the official. You know, we want to get this ball played as fast as we can and not waste time. So Shaw High School is where you're coaching now, and week one uh, we're expecting to do our show live from Shaw. And, Coach, you know this, but for our audience, uh, that's because for the first time in Catholic League history we're going to have a game at the home site of one of those traditional Catholic League teams. Detroit Shaw built that stadium. It was in use for the NOLA Gold during their season in the spring, kind of trying it out. All's good. And, yes, high school football will be at Shaw. It's going to be pretty special next week, Coach, I'd imagine. Yeah, I think it's going to be uh, exciting. You know, um, we're going to get the jamboree this week as a warm-up, make sure everything's good. And uh, Friday nights on campus, uh, that'll be the first time a Catholic League team our traditional Catholic League team has had a Friday night on campus. So we're pretty excited about that over at Shaw. Oh, I can't imagine. I, I would also imagine, Coach, that's going to that's gonna help that football program develop over the next few years when the kids will see, hey, I got a chance to play right here at my home high school and nobody else in the Catholic League is going to be doing that. Yeah, I mean, you know, we cater to the West Bank community. We don't recruit citywide. Um, you know, so hopefully – you know, that'll encourage a lot of, the, um, you know, the West Bank athletes who are looking to go to Catholic school to, to stay at home and come to Shaw where they can play right on campus. Um, you know, we're a young team. We only have six seniors and uh, probably around a dozen juniors. So we're very, very uh, young as far as sophomores and freshmen. Uh, we're going to have a few freshmen probably start first this year. So, Seth, we're a couple years away from the team draft challenge. Don't pick us this year. <laughs> don't Okay, don't pick us this year. That's right. Week one, little team draft challenge that uh, Allen was victorious again last year, a one-year hiatus. Tim won it, and then he's back in like four out of five years. Allen's won that. Talking to Coach Lou Valdez. What a surprise. Yeah, right. What a surprise that Allen's winning that. So he should win it every year, frankly. Uh, Lou Valden, coach at Shaw, and a member of our crew on Friday nights here on WWL, part of the All-State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup. Uh, coach Shaw, of course, in the Catholic League and Catholic League's going to be just as good at the top as you think it has ever been. Curtis won that championship last year. Getting off the schneid in this new select, non-select. How do you expect the pecking order in the Catholic League to be this year? Well, I mean, in order to beat a champ, you got to beat the champ. So I think until, you know, someone beats Curtis, they're the class of the league. But um, I think uh, there's a lot of talk about how good Rumble's going to be this year that they had a lot of good football players, uh, some coming back, but a lot of good football players coming up. They got a new coach, Coach Monica. I know they're really excited over there. And um, I would say that, uh, you know, you better watch out for the Raiders. But the Catholic League is the Catholic League. It's the second year uh, with Guy Lecomte over at Holy Cross. They'll be improved. Uh, Mark Moniz does a great job. Brother Martin will always have a quality program on the field. You know, St. Aug, what can you say? Uh, someone told me a stat the other day that of all the high schools in America, St. Aug's number six for putting players in the NFL. So, you know, they're not wanting for talent. So it's going to be uh, a traditional dogfight in the Catholic League. We just hope we can kind of compete. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it interesting to see Coach Monica uh, back? You know, in that Catholic League after so many years, uh, St. Charles Catholic, and always, Coach. We talk to him so almost every week on our show. I, and you can speak to this, obviously, way more than I can. One of the most respected coaches anywhere in the state, heck, maybe anywhere in America from a high school level? 
Yeah, and we we spent all summer at St. Charles Catholic this summer. Uh, Frank does a great job. He has a league of seven on seven. So Newman was there. East St. John's there. They're loaded. Uh, my boy, uh, my friend Larry Dotry's back as offense coordinator. Uh, so they're really going to be a good football team. Uh, we saw Jesuit. They're going to be uh, sound. They're going to be. Um, they had a really good quarterback. In fact, um, a really good quarterback that they had in JV last year transferred to Rummel. So that that's going to make Rummel even better than what we thought before. Um, East Ascension looks like they're really going to be a good football team. Eric's loaded. And, uh, you know, and I'm sure Frank has to be proud that his son no doubt. is uh, taking over at Archbishop Rummel. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt about that. Uh, I, I, look, maybe one day uh, they'll actually get together. I know that's not on the uh, the docket this year, his son Nick at Rummel, and then, of course, Frank over at uh, St. Charles Catholic. Uh, the – overarching story and in, in really the entire sports scene from the LHSAA has been this decision to go away from neutral sites for championship games still might happen and I don't want to get too in the weeds with this conversation but in a nutshell well all the championship games are not going to be in the Superdome anymore for the first time and and really any of our memories Lou what's actually going to happen with that since 1980 crazy it's crazy it'll be the first time since 1980 in 1978 Jesuit played St. Aug in front of about 40,000 in the Superdome. And then 79 and 80, in 79, I think St. Aug won in Lafayette. And in 1980, Barb played East St. John at a home site. And after that, every game from then on has been played in the, uh, in the Superdome. Isn't that crazy? You know, what's going to happen, Coach? What's going to happen here with, uh, with these championship games? I know everybody's I still kind of searching I, for answers. Yeah, I guess they're going to try to put it. I don't know if everyone's going to get together as far as the select schools and put it out for bid and play at, at one uh, one site. I know a lot of the coaches, a lot of the teams, in a particular, not so much in the Catholic League, but I think in the lower classifications where they have their own stadium would like to play home games. Does it you know, seem like, like yeah, yeah, that, that just doesn't seem like to me, and maybe I'm old school and maybe I'm naive about the realities of this coach, but that just doesn't seem like, you know, a championship level event in high school if, you know, you're doing it at your home site. Yeah, I don't, I, I agree, Seth. Um, you know, I know one thing is the money issue. Uh, you know, you're playing the Superdome, you get a guarantee for the LHSAA. A lot of coaches griped about how much money they made, but you know what? If I was the head coach, I'd pay to play in a Superdome at a state championship. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. That's the greatest stadium in America. Yeah, no doubt about this. It you just know, it... so. I mean, I don't know if they if they think that you know if it's a money issue or whatever. Um, you know, from uh, from you know my standpoint, doing the games on the radio and everything, I, I'm going to be kind of disappointed because uh, we'll run into the situation we ran into a couple years ago where we're probably going to be doing select schools, championships, and we're going to miss out on the, on the non-select uh, semifinal games. 
Yeah, it's it's something that, that I don't really know how we're going to do it. Just look, uh, open book here for everybody listening. I don't know yet how we're going to do it on that uh, prep football roundup, prep coverage here uh, with WWL. Newspapers have that same problem, Lou. But I guess on the good news is uh, glass half full. Hey, it's football season, Lou, and next Friday, again, uh, working with you and everybody over there at Shaw to get it set up. But uh, we're planning on being there, man. Going to be a really historic night, and I can't wait for it. Oh, hey, we can't wait. We're thrilled to death to have you. Everyone at Shaw is excited about having WWL over there. Um, you know, hey, it means we're in the big time. And so uh, we just hope we can be competitive and put on a good show. Uh, we don't know a lot about Higgins. they got a brand-new coach, Tom Levine. I coached with Tom. Uh, we were on a staff together at Eric. So I know he's a, you know, he's a really good football coach, big disciplinary, and he's coached in college. So I think he'll have the Hurricanes ready. Uh, I just wish we finally got outside for the first first time in about seven days. So I just hope we could uh, get outside again and hope it stays dry Friday night. Well, either way, Coach, I will see you next Friday night. Can't wait for it, bud. Me either, Seth. Thanks for having me on. And, uh, you know, let's light this candle and kick off this season and see what happens. That's right. We'll do it. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Seth. All right, Coach Lou Valden, coach at Shaw and contributor, of course, co-host on the All-State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup. Uh, we will be out there, our show, next Friday night, 7 to 10.30. The first, as Coach Lou did to there, first All-State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup show of 2019 and the first show of our 25th consecutive year of the All-State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup. Logan, you weren't, you're not even 25 years old. This started before you were born back there. That's how long this has been going on. I can't wait for it. High school football still the favorite thing each year that I cover down here for WWL. We'll be back after this, plus that interview with Josh Booty coming up in just a little bit on the last lap. It's a text from the 504. Seth, congrats on doing the roundup for 25 years, referencing the prep football roundup there. Uh, yes, WWL has done it for 25 years. Well, as of next Friday, they will have. I haven't, of course only done it for i believe this will be my seventh year with the roundup uh six year six year in the host chair actually six year in the host chair eight years uh, total with the roundup but yes 25 years of the all-state sugar bowl prep football roundup right here on wwl i will say this very directly if anybody else says they're the original don't believe them it's us. I will leave it at that. Our WWL Blue Runner Gumbo opinion poll. When is it not too early to describe a player as a quote-unquote bust? And right now, most of you saying year number two. We'll keep an eye on that as the show goes along. You can kick off football season with the Houdat Nation Rally and Music Fest Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, September 6th, 7th, and 8th been promoting this the last couple of weeks but we're doing it because you need to get out there this this event's going to be too huge great musical lineup at LaSalle Park in Metairie the producers Cowboy Mouth Supercharger New Power Generation Family Stone uh, the Top Cats many more plus a special tribute Friday night honoring Dr. John Art Neville Alan Toussaint Fats and all the legends that we have lost in the music world here in New Orleans Irma Thomas, Deacon John, Renard Poche are going to perform on that Friday, September 6th. That'll be, I guess, right about the time we're on the Prep Football Roundup, actually, uh, there. So we'll be checking in on that. Might head over there if I got time after the show. 
that night. Uh, Irma Thomas, like I said, uh, going to perform. She's that big headline act. You can get your tickets now for the official Houdat Nation Rally and Music Fest presented by Bud Light. On a separate note for us from us here at WWL, if you want to attend one or both of the VIP shows at the Jefferson Performing Arts Center, well, we've got tickets for you possibly here at WWL. That's the Guess Who on Saturday, the 7th from 5.30 to 6.45. On Sunday, September 8th, it's Blood, Sweat, and Tears from 4.30 to 5.45. And again, that's at the JPAC, the Jefferson Performing Arts Center. Tickets available at Ticketmaster. And remember, each VIP experience ticket comes with weekend passes to the Houdat Rally and Music Fest. Get all the info you need at houdatnationevents.com. That's houdatnationevents.com. Tomorrow on our show, we will preview the Saints' final preseason game. And all of us here with the sports department, at least those of us who host shows, Bobby, Christian, myself, Amos Morale, who's part of the team now, Steve Geller, we'll all have our 53-man roster projections up uh, by sometime tomorrow. Those are more fun than they are fact or finalized. I was talking to Bobby and Christian about this before my show. The reason that that is such a futile exercise is, well, as soon as some guys get cut from other teams across the NFL – the Saints are going to look at signing and picking those guys up. So just because you make that you know initial roster right off the bat doesn't mean you're actually going to make that roster come uh, week one against the Houston Texans. So a very futile exercise. We'll try to pare it down as best as we can. We'll do that on tomorrow's show, 8 to 11, here on The Last Lap. Give me a follow on Twitter, at Seth Dunlap. Remember, we did our Saints fan survey and we unveiled those results earlier tonight also i have uh, my column up on that the saints fan survey roster projections super bowl dreams and much more as i took the pulse of the Houdat nation you can find that at wwl.com and the radio.com app if you're having a hard time finding it wwl.com just click on that saints button there 30 more minutes of the show after news We'll have sports libs coming up in a little bit. Maybe some John Gruden sound is our moment of zen as Hard Knocks. The latest episode completed, what, about a half an hour ago? I heard it was just the John Gruden Laugh Factory tonight. I guess kind of like the whole season has been. Must-see TV, of course, always is the Raiders head coach. So that coming up a little bit later on the show. But um, sometimes I like to play some really good sounds that we have from the show that precedes us, Sports Talk with Bobby Hebert and Christian Garrick from 4 to 8 p.m. here on WWL. And, well, today certainly qualified as they had on Josh Booty for about a dozen minutes or so, talking college football, LSU, a little NFL in there. Uh, certainly one of the greats in high school here in the state of Louisiana. And here's that conversation for you. That was Josh Booty earlier tonight on Sports Talk. Great interview there. And one of uh, the more memorable LSU quarterbacks. And, of course, very high on what Joe Burrow can do, what LSU can do this season. We'll break when we're coming back. at Sports Libs time. Moment is in still to come. Said John Gruden before, but Taysom Hill. Uh, made the cut. So it'll be a Taysom Hill moment as end to end the show. 15 more minutes. Don't go anywhere. Seth Dunlap, Logan in the house on the last lap. All right. We do it every night, at least when our MC has a voice and is healthy. Sports Libs time. It's like Mad Libs. You played that travel game where Logan's going to change it to a little sports style. We've got some sentences, some questions with some blanks or maybe no blanks and just questions. 
And we got to fill them in together. You can help me fill these in on our text line at 870-870 or tweet at me at Seth Dunlap. All right, Logan, what you got? Uh, well, to start us off here, we have, I expect to see blank in the last preseason game for the Saints. That's a, that's a tough one. I could go a lot of different ways here. I expect to see multiple Emmanuel Butler catches. I think we're going to see it. I think we're going to see it. I also expect to see none of the Saints' primary contributors. How about that? I expect to see Sean Payton on the sideline. I expect to see uh, Steve Court, Saints legend. They're introducing him. All right. I, I would have just said football, but that's me. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. That's a snarky answer. I should have done that. Yep. All right. Next one up here we have high school football looks to be blank this season. Disappointing. And here's why I say that. Because of what happened with the, the, the select, non-select, LHSAA, private public school spat that has now infected our championship games and no longer will they all be played at the Superdome. So you know what? I'm going to say it, and I probably will rankle a lot of my friends that cover high school sports and cover high school football here in Louisiana, but honestly, it's going to be disappointing because of that. Real disappointing. All right, next up here we have, I can't wait to see blank playing in the first Saints regular season game. Marcus Davenport. I want to see what he does when he gets a lot of snaps in real game action. I don't think there's a single player that I'm more intrigued to watch play because of that. A lot of pressure on him, yes, but he's got to come through. He's got to be good for this team. He's got to be great maybe for this team to win a Super Bowl. All right, next up here we have, I'm most excited to see LSU blank. LSU, how about in Austin? I'm most excited to see LSU in Austin. I have little care for this game this week. It's a glorified exhibition match. I know what happened against Troy a couple of seasons ago, but is anybody really fired up for LSU against Georgia Southern? I know the PR machine that's cranked up over there in Baton Rouge, Shane. We got booze now in the stadium. We got to come. It's football time. It's going to be hot, but look at what all the other schools are doing. Look what happened in Orlando last week when it was 100 degrees. Come on out there. Look, go to the game. I'd be going to the game if I had tickets. I'm not skipping it. If I was had to cover it, I'd be going. But, uh, I don't have to cover it. So, frankly, I'm not going to this one, and I'm not going to apologize for it. So, I am looking forward to Austin <laughs> for LSU. All right, and the last one we have here is more attention needs to be put on blank going into the regular season. Now, by the way, I got a text that said my answer was weak. I don't know which one, but you're probably right. Uh, right. It, it was weak. Uh, saying that, I forgot what the question just was or the mad li uh, sports lip was. What was it? More attention needs to be put on blank going into the regular season. Well, how about the silly bet that Christian Garrick made me? I say that. You heard about this bet? He's betting me a magnum energy drink that uh, a certain wide receiver will not make the Saints roster. His initials are AC and his last name rhymes with bar. 
Um, I think he will be on the roster, and I think more attention needs to be paid to just how wrong Christian Garrick is. And uh, don't you worry, no matter who is the winner of that, and I'm uh, very confident it's going to be me, lots of attention will be paid to it when that vote and that debt needs to be paid. So pay attention to that. It's time for me to get another one up on Christian Garrick. All right, and that's it. And that's it. That's Sports Libs. Text me at 87087 if you got a better answer. Where are you at? 504. Calling me weak? Give me an answer. Wrapping it up with our moment of end from Taysom Hill next. Just saw a picture of Aaron Rodgers' mustache on uh, Twitter. And let me just say, Cam Jordan needs to teach A-Rod a few things about his mustache game. I'll leave it at that. I will tweet it out in just a little bit. <laughs> but yes, uh, nothing wrong with Aaron Rodgers' mustache. I'm just saying, we have somebody here playing for the Saints whose mustache game is on a different level. Final look at our Blue Runner Gumbo opinion poll. When is it too early, I've asked you, to declare a player a bust? And winning that vote, as we refresh right now, uh, two. Two years, which got about 45% of the vote. The rest of the vote spread out there between a year and two, three, four, five years. Uh, well, three, four, five years, because two won that vote. Thanks to everybody who made that vote possible and voted on it. I say made it possible because you listened to the show, and that vote wouldn't be possible if not for you, because we wouldn't have a show. Speaking of making it possible, our Saints fan survey we did this past week, and I compiled the results and put them into a column that we released earlier tonight at www.all.com. The headline, Saints fan survey, roster projections, Super Bowl dreams, and more. Taking the pulse of the Houdat Nation, that's what we did. I asked 10 questions. We went over the responses to those 10 questions earlier in the show. Uh, but you can find the written version of that online right now at www.com and the radio.com app. Speaking of the show that you might have missed, hour one, we did that. If you missed any of the show, get the podcast at www.com, the on-demand section there. You can get it on the radio.com app by subscribing to our podcast or Apple Podcasts. It's pretty easy to get there. Just search the last lap. Thanks to Logan Falgu behind uh, the glass tonight. Tim Zimmer for booking the show. Our program director, Diane Newman, our assistant program director, Todd Manessis, and Helen Santani, our day producer, helping out. All of our guests, Scott Shanley, Coach Slew Valden, Jerry Foley, and David Hellman going behind Giants and Cowboys camps, respectively. And thanks to you for listening. Follow me on Twitter, at Seth Dunlap. We'll keep the conversation going there overnight and into tomorrow. And as always, I leave you with our moment of zen. It's Taysom Hill talking about, well, he thinks he's progressing pretty well at quarterback. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.